Edwards III, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. In this week, the Catholic Church is celebrating one of my favorite feast days in all the year. It's the Solemnity of All the Saints, All Saints Day this week. And so this week, we, we want to give special attention to the saints. Two things that we can do this week. One is, of course, to honor the saints, to recognize them, that these are the men and women who said yes to Jesus, cooperated with God's gift of salvation, His grace in their lives, and they're up in heaven now and worshiping God around His throne. And so we honor honor and remember the saints. But here's the second thing we need to do, and we shouldn't forget this. You know, I think sometimes we as Catholics can put the saints almost on too high of a pedestal. I mean, we're supposed to honor them, of course, and and and, and venerate them. But we could forget that they were human. They, they, they were like us and, and struggled with sin and temptation and faced many trials and sufferings in life and moments of discernment, uh, moments of many difficulties, and, and, and we can relate to them. Uh, and and they, they stand as a great sign of encouragement for all of us because if God could take them, these men and women who are fallen and weak, like us and transform them by his Holy Spirit and conform them to his son and make them perfect. If God could do that in St. Therese of Lisieux and St. Mother Teresa and St. Augustine, he could do it in our lives as well. And that's encouraging and comforting for us. So that's part of why we celebrate All Saints Day, to honor the saints, but also to remember them as a sign of what God wants to do in our lives if we're faithful. Now, I've got to be honest with you, though. Not all Christians would be so excited like I am about All Saints Day. Uh, many of our Protestant brothers and sisters are not going to be as enthusiastic about honoring the saints. In fact, some of them might feel scandalized by this whole idea of an All Saints Day feast. And I can understand where they're coming from, because for them, they're wondering, why do you Catholics give so much attention to Mary and the saints? It seems like you're worshiping them. I want to share with you a story. You know, many years ago, I was a student at Indiana University, and I had a Bible Christian friend of mine there in the dorms, and, and he was a really good man, a very kind man, he, and he sincerely cared about me so much so he was worried about my eternal salvation. He was worried that I... I, I was going astray from Jesus by being a Catholic. And I remember him stopping by my dorm and we'd have these conversations oftentimes. And one of the conversation points was about Mary and the saints. And he'd say, hey, Ted, why why are you worshiping the saints? Uh, the saints are, are not gods. They're just human beings. The Bible says we're only supposed to worship God and God alone. And this, this, this saint... Uh, att attention, this focus on the saints of the Catholic Church is like idolatry. We shouldn't be worshiping saints. We should just worship God. And I think we as Catholics, you know, are getting better at explaining that issue. Uh, I, I, I didn't have that training, or at least maybe I didn't remember it, but I, I left that conversation stunned, a little shaken about my faith. And thankfully, God put some good friends and priests and resources in my life to help me eventually uh, have confidence that the, the focus on the saints makes sense and then eventually be able to have conversations with my friend there. And I want to equip you for that as well. You see, the church is getting better, I think, at training people to say, you know, we as Catholics, we don't worship the saints. 
we honor them. We honor them. We don't worship them. We only worship God. And it's a wonderful distinction to make. But I want to go a little step further with you. If you had to explain that distinction to your friend, could you do it? If they said, well, what is the difference between worship and honor? And, and even if you're honoring, doesn't that just still distract you from, from just the focus we should be giving to God? I think those are good questions, and I want to help you. Here's here's how you make, make the explanation here. First of all, just note that worship is something we give to God alone. What is worship? Worship is the homage and praise given to God for who he is as the divine being. Only God is worthy of all of our homage, all of our praise, all of our hearts. That's something that we give to God and God alone. Honor something different. Honor is simply showing someone respect recognizing a certain quality or achievement or a certain excellence in that person. And and we do this all the time, don't we? Uh, most schools, most high schools, for example, have what they call an honor roll. A student gets good grades and, and the student gets placed on the honor roll. And if you're a parent uh, of one of these kids, you might get a bumper sticker that says you're an honor, you know, your son's on the honor roll. And, you know, now when we do this, we're not worshiping these kids. <laughs> no, we're just recognizing their, their academic achievement. And so we honor them. We honor athletes all the time, right? We give uh, athletes gold medals in the Olympics, or we give even our junior athletes, our kids, you know, in Little League and on the soccer field, medals and trophies. And so we're honoring athletic achievement in our country. We're not worshiping kids. We're honoring them. Now, from a Christian perspective, I want to highlight this. From a Christian perspective, when we're honoring a student or honoring an athlete, we're, we're ultimately recognizing the great things God is doing in that person's life because we as Christians believe everything we have, our entire lives, is a, it's all a gift. Everything is a grace. Uh, we, without Jesus, we can do nothing, Jesus himself says in John's Gospel, chapter 15. So w- w- from a Christian perspective, if we honor a citizen in our country or an athlete or a student or a co-worker, what we're ultimately doing is, is recognizing the great work God is doing in that person's life. Praise be to you, God, for, for what you, you've given this man or what you've, you've done in the life of this woman. Now, when it comes to honoring Mary and the saints, what we're doing there is recognizing the great things God has done in their lives. And, and that's certainly worth mentioning and recognizing. God has wonderfully changed these men and women and made them uh, made them into these fully sanctified human beings. It's wonderful. That's worthy of celebration, isn't it? Um, this doesn't in any way take away from the praise or worship we should give to God. It actually is going to strengthen our relationship with God. We're going to give God more praise. And I think that's one key point I want to bring out right here is if you want to give God more praise in your life, then then you want to honor Mary and the saints. Uh, Mary and the saints don't distract us from God. They actually help us give God more praise. So let, let me give this this little story here. You know, my wife and I, we were on, were on our honeymoon, and we were blessed to be able to go to Paris for a little bit, and we went to the famous art museum, the Louvre, and I was so excited to see a certain painting there. It was the, the famous Mona Lisa by Leonardo da Vinci. Now, I was so excited to see this because I had seen this painting a lot as a child. I saw it in my school. I saw it uh, on PBS, you know, after Sesame Street, Art Lady would come on and explain different pieces of art. I remember her talking about the Mona Lisa and the eyes and her gaze and the, the, the details in the background and her facial expression. And 
I have to be honest, as a kid, I was bored. I was wondering, why is this such a wonderful painting? I don't get it. And I grew older and I heard about it in school. I heard about it in college and I still didn't get it. And I thought maybe if I could see the real thing here in Paris, then I would be all excited about this painting. And we waited in this long line, many people, hundreds of people waiting in line. We finally got to the front and I got to see the Mona Lisa right up in front of me. And I still didn't see what all the fuss was all about. (laughs) You know, maybe it's because I'm artistically or culturally challenged. I don't know. But there was one thing I was very impressed about. And that was this. I was so impressed that there were hundreds of people waiting in line in that short half hour there while we were there uh, to go see the Mona Lisa. And just think about that. Uh, For that day, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people were pouring into that room to see Da Vinci's painting of the Mona Lisa. And you think over the last many years and decades, the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who've gone to see the Mona Lisa. What would you think Leonardo Da Vinci would think of all this? If he were alive today and he was he was there in the Louvre and he saw all these people going up and recognizing his masterpiece, do you, do you think he'd be excited about that? Of course, right? Because the way to praise the artist is to recognize his great works of art, isn't it? Uh, but do you think Leonardo da Vinci would be upset in any way, saying, why is everyone going in line to see the Mona Lisa? How come they're not focused on me? No, we praise the artist by recognizing his masterpieces. If I wanted to have a close friendship with Leonardo da Vinci, I said, I really want to get to know you. And he kept wanting me to wanted me to look at his art. He kept trying to show me the Mona Lisa, and I kept saying, no, I don't want to see the Mona Lisa. I don't want to see your art. I just want to talk to you. Do you think our friendship's going to be that deep? <laughs> of course not. I'm not going to really fully understand who he is and and, and be able to rejoice in the, the, the masterpieces he's put together. The same is true with God. You see, if we want a close relationship with God. We have to recognize God's the divine artist, and his masterpieces are the saints. These are his greatest works. And and so if I want to praise the divine artist, I have to recognize his his great works, the saints. Uh, If Jesus is wanting to show me what he's accomplished in the life of St. Paul, who, who went through a major conversion, became a great apostle, became a great saint. And I just said, no, Jesus, I don't want to focus on Paul. I just want to focus on you. Again, I, our friendship isn't going to be as close as it could be. Uh, and that's true with all of his saints. If we want to praise Jesus, then let's, let's recognize his great masterpieces, the saints. You know, the Bible's very comfortable with this, by the way. The Psalms, for example, Psalm 104, praises God for his natural works of creation. He praises God for the sun, for the moon, for the mountains, and for the seas. And so if God, if the Bible's very comfortable praising God for his natural beauty, natural works of creation, how much more so should we praise God for his supernatural works of creation, the works in the saints. Because transforming weak, sinful human beings into holy men and women of God, purely sanctified, that, that is much more magnificent than the, the big mountain that I can look at outside my window here in Denver, the, the, the mountain called Mount Evans. It, it overlooks Denver. It's a 14,000-foot mountain. Today, it's white snow cap with a clear blue sky. It's just spectacular. And I could praise God for his, his beautiful mountain that I'm looking at here. Uh, But even more worthy of praise for God is what he's done in St. Paul, what he's done in St. Augustine, what he's done uh, in St. Teresa of Avila, what he's done in all of these saints. We give God more praise 
when we recognize his accomplishments in the saints. Let's keep that in mind on this feast day. Now, I know some of you may be hearing me quote some scripture verses, and you're hearing different parts of an argument I'm putting together for why we give so much attention to the saints. Uh, and, and you might want to write something down or take some notes, but you're driving, and don't worry about it, because uh, I want to let you know that all that I'm drawing on here is from a book I have called Love Unveiled, The Catholic Faith Explained. Uh, and it's a walk through the Catholic faith. And the reference, if you want more information on this, you can turn to chapter 8 in that book. Chapter 8 in that book uh, is on Mary and the Saints, and it has everything we've covered here and a lot more uh, on this very topic. It's This is the book, by the way, that's based on the Symbolon series. Many of you may be familiar with the Symbolon film series uh, that the Augustine Institute put out. I was blessed to be the host of. And um, this, this book, Love Unveiled, just came out in paperback. Uh, and Love Unveiled is based on the Symbolon series. So... Uh, my friends, I want to give you a couple practical suggestions here as we're trying to live this out, this wonderful feast day. Uh, take time to praise God. Thank Him for the saints. Thank Him for the saints. Uh, another thing we could do is ask God to help us to become saints. Say, Jesus, uh, I feel so far away from being a saint, but I know that's what you want for me. And so I please help me, Jesus, help me to become a uh, a saint in your time and in your way, you know, heal me of all the wounds and weaknesses and sins I struggle with. But pray for that because God wants to do that work in your life like you did in all those other saints. Uh, take time to get to know one of these saints. Maybe there's a certain saint you've been curious about lately. Uh, it comes up a lot in conversation or in your thoughts. Take some time to maybe read about this saint, read about their, read their own writings or read about their life. And find something you want to imitate from the saints. That's a wonderful thing to do. Is to That's a great way we grow in our devotion to the saints is when we take time to take their their, their teachings or their example and, 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 and try to live them out in our own daily lives. So my friends here in this week of all the saints, I, I ask the saints intercession for all of you. Please pray for me. I'm going to be going to the Holy Land next week. I'm leading a pilgrimage. Uh, so I will be praying for you as I walk in the footsteps of Jesus and Mary uh, for my Holy Land pilgrimage. And please pray for the group I'm leading. I have people from all over the country and Canada joining us for this walking with Jesus and Mary pilgrimage in the Holy Land. So we'll pray for you there. And my friends, if you like this podcast, can I ask that you share it with other people? If uh, you think someone would be blessed by this, especially in this week of all saints, um, uh, please share it with others. Because I know the more that people who listen to the show and like it and share it to others, the more it gets out there and hopefully blesses more people. If you have any questions, you can always reach me at my website, edwardsree.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Twitter and follow me there and reach out and send a message there. If you have any questions on Mary the Saints or anything else, any suggestions for future podcasts, we are all ears. Thank you so much, my friends, and God bless you.